Won't you please make this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Please Make This mini-sode. Uh, my name is Spencer, and I am one of your regular hosts. And this week, I wanted to do something a little spooky and fun for Halloween. So I wrote a scary story for you guys, and I'm going to be reading it for you now. Enjoy. It was late, and I had spent all night drinking and smoking on the couch. I sat there in a daze, staying awake purely out of spite for my own well-being. Finally, I checked my phone and saw that it was nearly 3 a.m., so I decided to give in to drunkenness and exhaustion. I made my way into the kitchen. I poured over the contents of the refrigerator before remembering for the third time that night that there was still nothing good in there. I slumped out of the kitchen and flicked the light off. As I did, I thought I saw something move in the shadows, so I quickly turned the bright white lights back on. Nothing. I turned the light off again and headed back into the living room. The TV was still yammering away, so I picked up the remote and powered it down. Suddenly, the room seemed empty, like a friend had recently left. Maybe this is just how the room always is when I'm not around. It's late. I finished off the whiskey on the table with one last slug. I turned out the lights and took one glance back. Another flash of movement. One deep breath. No use wasting a second glance. I knew nothing was down there. I'd sat on the couch all night without a disturbance, and now there was a prowler in my house? If I wasn't so exhausted, I'd scoff at myself. I lit my path up the stairs with my phone as I made my way to my bedroom. But there was a lingering feeling. A feeling that the light was safe and a malevolent hunger lie in wait just outside its reach. I ignored that feeling, stumbled to the bed and threw myself on it, basking in the pale moonlight before passing out. Sometime later, something brought me out of my slumber. It felt like someone pressing an ice cube to my stomach. Maybe I left the window open. I tried to roll over on my side, but I couldn't move. My eyes fluttered open, and as my eyes adjusted to the low light of the room, I saw him. A tall, shadowy figure stood at the foot of my bed. My eyes widened, and I began to scream. Nothing came out. It got his attention. He turned to me, and I saw him in the moonlight. He was tall, maybe over six feet, but thin, almost gaunt. His long, white coat flowed around him as he moved over it to me, slowly, almost methodically. He craned over my bed, and he put his face directly in front of mine. His forehead was wide and flat, cheeks sunken back into his mouth. I looked up into his eyes, trying to understand, but, but there was nothing. Dark, black pits that drew me in, despite my disgust. His lips were pursed, but after a careful study of my face, they opened into a wide smile. He didn't seem to be breathing, but a foul stench poured out of his mouth. It smelled like dirt and mold and death, where his eyes lacked emotion the joy his smile oozed was palpable and nauseating. For every ounce of fear that I had, he matched it with enthusiasm. He pulled his face back from mine, and I saw something glint in his bone-thin hand. In the moonlight, I could tell that he was holding a scalpel. His hands lowered to touch my exposed torso, and as they met my flesh, I felt an immense cold, colder than ice. Colder than anything I had ever felt. 
I tried to pull away from him, but he pressed his hand down even harder. My scream caught in my throat. He looked back at me, smile even more hideous than before. I struggled. I tried to free myself, but something was holding me in place. The man looked at me, concerned. His smile faded a little bit as he compressed my chest with his ice-cold hand. The coldness of his touch leached through my body, pulling the air from my lungs and freezing my limbs where they were. He looked directly at me as he pressed the scalpel into my flesh. He pierced into my stomach, and I felt the cold air hit my hot blood. My body spasmed with pain. My muscles screamed with the pain my mouth could not. I pleaded with my convulsions, but the man dug even deeper, now studying his work. Blood poured out of my body as I gasped for breath. The man made the incision from my navel to my sternum and placed the scalpel next to me. His face looked tense, focused. Then he looked back at me, his dead eyes fixated on mine. His smile grew as big as his face. He burrowed his hand into the incision. I don't know which was worse, the pain of having my flesh torn apart or the frigid coldness that emanated from his hand. The cold seeped into my bones as I screamed. I sat straight up, drenched in sweat as the dawn light poured over my bed. I swallowed air like it was the first time. The man was gone. I breathed what was meant to be a sigh of relief, but turned into a sob. With one trembling hand, I reached for the whiskey I kept by the bed, and with the other I felt for the spot where he'd cut me. I felt a small, thin line, like a scar in the center of my stomach. It matched the ones I had found before, like my back, my chest, and everywhere else on my body. I took a swig of whiskey to dull the pain, warm myself, and try to forget that he would be coming back again soon. All right, thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed another Please Make This mini-sode. And if you did enjoy it, I hope you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review Please Make This. Every time you do that, someone awesome, just like you, can find and enjoy this podcast just as much as you do. I also want to thank Machine Culture for having us on the network, as well as Deaths and Day Jobs, uh, Podzuki, Chronicles of Nania, and a whole host of other great podcasts that you should also be subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Before we go, I also want to remind you guys that we are going to be doing a live show on Wednesday, November 28th at 8.30 p.m. at the Beat Kitchen, and we are going to be part of the Chicago Podcast Festival, and we are so excited, so we hope to see you guys out there on that night. Um, And I guess that's it for me, so I guess I just want to remind you before I go to please make this. Thanks, guys.